Hello and welcome to the 147th episode of Crosby's Nine, where we look at English from all angles. So everybody, rise and shine. Rise and shine, everybody. Rise and shine. What does that mean? Please repeat. Rise and shine. Do you understand what I'm saying? Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Remember when we say and, the word and, a lot of times it gets mixed in there. You don't really say and, you say mm. Rise and shine. <laughs> I'm not saying rise and shine because I'm speaking at a natural pace. I'm speaking English at a normal speed. We say rise and shine. Okay. Well, why am I saying rise and shine? Because this is what we say to people in the morning when you want to get them out of bed, when you want to wake somebody up. We say rise and shine. Please repeat. When we want to wake somebody up, we say rise and shine. Rise and shine. Now, how do you spell rise? That's right. R-I-S-E. How do you spell shine? S-H-I-N-E. S-H-I-N-E. So rise is spelled R-I-S-E, and shine is spelled S-H-I-N-E. I don't have to say that any slower, do I? Because you are getting your letters down. You are quickly recognizing your letters, I imagine, after so many podcasts listening to Crosby's Nine. So this expression is what we use when we want to wake somebody up. Come on, rise and shine, time to get up. Apparently it comes from a military order back in the 1800s, which basically was a way to wake up the soldiers, to get them started with their day, to act lively, to do things well, rise and shine. Sometimes I feel bad waking my son up in the morning. I'm sure he wants to stay in bed. So I say, come on, rise and shine. It's just a kind of a cool way to wake somebody up in the morning. <laughs> of course, the other person probably wants to stay in bed. So how do you conjugate the verb to rise? Rise, rose, risen. Rise, rose, risen. Okay, so that's an irregular verb, and I'm sure most of you know that one. Now, the verb to shine. What does the verb to shine mean? Well, it's basically to provide light. If something provides light, it shines. Like when the sun or a light shines, it's giving out bright light. Or what about a flashlight? Have you ever had to use a flashlight to look for something in the dark? Nobody uses flashlights anymore, right? What do we use? Our mobile phones, right? So if you are searching for something in the dark and you can't find it, you shine a light and you look for it. What about when you want to make your shoes look really bright? You shine them. You have to shine your shoes or you polish them with shoe polish. So that's another use of the verb, to shine your shoes. And we could also use the verb to shine when you do really well at something. If you excel in an activity, if you do extremely well in an activity, you shine. Please repeat, if you do really well in an activity, you shine. Once again, if you do really well in an activity, you shine. In an activity. Okay, so far so good. Rise and shine, everybody. Well, I know you're awake. You are listening to this podcast. But here's the million-dollar question. How do you conjugate the verb to shine? Hmm. 
Is it regular or is it irregular? Guess what? It's both. You can say shine, shined, shined, and simply add the D to the end in the past in the participle. Or shine, shown, shown. Now, when I was thinking about the verb to shine earlier today, I laughed to myself because I remember a little story, something that took place when I was in seventh grade. And my seventh grade English teacher asked the class the same question. How do you conjugate the verb to shine? And of course, I raised my hand. I was feeling pretty confident. I knew the answer. <laughs> if I hadn't known the answer, I wouldn't have raised my hand. Please repeat. This is a great example of the third conditional. If I hadn't known the answer, I wouldn't have raised my hand. But I did. I did know the answer, so I raised my hand. I know, I know. Okay. I know how to conjugate the verb to shine. And I said, it's shine, shown, shown. And my teacher said, no, 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 no. It's not shown. It's shined. And I thought, hmm, no. I was pretty sure that it was shown. And so the teacher and I looked up the verb. Please repeat. The teacher and I looked up the verb. We looked it up. We looked up the verb to shine in order to check the conjugation. And guess what? As you know, we were both right. Shine is a regular verb and an irregular verb. Please repeat. I raised my hand so the teacher would call on me. Now, you know this verb, to raise. We have this expression in English, to raise your hand. It's when you literally hold your hand in the air when you want the teacher to call on you. Okay? We raise our hand. We put our hand in the air when we want the teacher to call on us. Now, there's a really cool phrasal verb. To call on somebody is when you want that person to speak. If I call on you in class, it's because I want you to speak. Remember in class when we would get really nervous when the teacher was going to call on us? Of course, I never raised my hand if I didn't know the answer to a question because I didn't want to be called on. I don't want to be called on. Is she going to call on me? Oh my gosh, I hope the teacher doesn't call on me because I don't know the answer. That's not fair. Why does the teacher always call on me? She never calls on Johnny. She never calls on Jenny. She never calls on Brian. She always calls on me. That's not fair. <laughs> Do you remember how nervous you would get in class when you didn't know the answer and the teacher would call on you? When the teacher would call on you. Remember, I'm using the word would here to indicate repetition in the past. Well, anyway. My seventh grade teacher called on me. I gave her the answer. I said, the past tense of the verb to shine is shown and the participle is shown. And I was right. Actually, after that little incident, I felt a little bad for my teacher because I didn't mean to show her up. Please repeat. I didn't mean to show her up. Okay, here we go. Another phrasal verb. To show somebody up. So the phrasal verb is to show up. Again, please repeat. I didn't mean to show her up. Now, of course, 
If I say I didn't mean to do something, it means that it's not my intention to do something. And in this case, it wasn't my intention. I didn't mean to show her up. So what's the question here? What is the meaning of to show somebody up? Well, it means to embarrass somebody by acting superior. And here I was, a seventh grader. I was probably 12 years old. And I demonstrated to my teacher that I knew the past tense of the verb to shine. And I felt a little bad because I didn't want to show her up, particularly in front of the other classmates. So to show somebody up means to embarrass somebody by acting superior, to make somebody look unskilled by comparing them with your effort or with your talent. And of course, I didn't mean to show her up. I was only 12 years old. And lastly, speaking of rise, of course, many times in these podcasts, I talk about music. I talk about rock and roll or pop music uh, because of the vocabulary that we look at. And when I think of the verb to rise, I think of the noun rising. And that, of course, reminds me of a very good LP by Bruce Springsteen called The Rising back in July of 2002. All right, that's all for now. Thanks once again for tuning in to Crosby's Nine. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.